From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company. Butchnevich deals across to the left. 15 seconds to go. Shen on the high right. They want a shot. An attempt goes wide. Petrangelo picks it up. Clears towards the goal. He scores! 195 feet away, Alex Petrangelo. Empty net goal. Vegas leads 5-3. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, here we go. Cofield and Company on a, a Monday as we got the brackets out. So we'll get into our bracket selections throughout the show. We've got a bracket contest up on LVSportsNetwork.com with prizes worth over $3,000. What does it cost again? Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's free. LVSportsNetwork.com. We're going to get Willie's Final Four in just a couple minutes. We all have our Final Four, at least the beginning of the week Final Four. We all reserve the right to change it. I may uh, read some things that change my mind, but. We'll get into that. Ari will give out his final four later on. JBT will be on. He'll give out his final four. And again, the contest is up at lvsportsnetwork.com. It is free to enter. Just go to the front page, uh, click on March Mania Bracket, and just follow the steps to get in. It's easy. What's up, Willie? I am in a fantastic, motivated oh mood for Monday. Oh, boy. It has nothing to do with March Madness. Okay. It has nothing to do with Lindy LaRock and the Lady Rebels going back to the dance. We're going to talk about why I'm in such a great mood, but I'll tease it. It's a real slap in the face. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. You're one of those scumbags who covers that, uh, that slap stuff. Okay. Uh, we'll get, I'm a scumbag in general, Yeah. but now yes. Yes. Officially a different type, a different type. So the uh, brackets are out. Did you take a look? Did you enter our contest? Did you get a final four together? I did. I, I, it was the first bracket that I hit. Now, I'm not a big fill out 17 different brackets, but there are different people that, hey, can you fill out? Not, not, I don't get in contest contests like, like pay and all that, but I've already filled out, you know, a couple of different people just to get theirs. But ours was, of course, ours was the first one I did today. My final four is locked solid. The two teams that I have been saying for the last week. I do you remember last week I put I when I sent over my topics and I said I said four you get a free $100 wager these four teams to win the Super Bowl. But I also if you remember I said which four are you not betting on? I put and I put four teams out there. Well, the two teams that I would put future monies on are both Look, they're both number 1 seeds and I have them in my they're my only one seeds in the final four. Okay. You ready for them? Yes, do tell. Semifinal number one, top-seeded Alabama against number five seed Duke. Oh, wow. Duke. Semifinal number two, <laughs> top-seeded Kansas versus number four seed Indiana. Okay, good. We're much different then. Well, we're much different in general. Yes, but we we didn't copy any of the teams. She only had one one in. One, 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 two one. ones. You have two ones. In. Alabama and Kansas. Oh, Alabama. You and I have Alabama. them meeting in the finals. And let me, let me write this down. I have a bad habit of uh, not writing it down. And then I ask all week. Yeah. And you're like, I already told you. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. Kansas. Kansas versus Indiana. Oh, wow. Classic, uh, classic schools there. Alabama versus Duke. Right. Upstart. 
Well, I'll just say school with zero character, zero standards, will do anything it takes to win. Alabama. In Duke against oh. Alabama. Come on. Oh. I was upsetting those clearly a setup. Yeah. Yes. With the Brandon Miller stuff, you would think, yes, Alabama is the rogue program. Duke is always has been and only will win if it is continuing to be roguish and they got their crap together towards the end of the season and won the ACC title. So they certainly they have talent. We know that because they're they're swimming in that pool of recruits that almost no one else can swim in. It's filled with cash. Uh, and I also, but you like Duke going to the Final I, Four, okay? I also think that they have a chip on their shoulder. The whole, you know, Coach K is not yeah. there, and they, they, you know, they started playing well down the stretch. Um, I like their path, Steve. I really do. I'm not sold on Purdue um, in that region. I have obviously have Duke getting past Purdue, but I like the uh, the only thing that's going to be missing is Coach K in that regional final because I have number seven Michigan State getting there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So Izzo against an old foe and yet can't get past Duke. Um, Kansas getting past Gonzaga in that regional final. Indiana over Texas. Bama over Arizona, top two seeds. In the national championship, I I just really, down the stretch, I think that Kansas, the most quad one victories, impressed with their defense. I think that they get it done in many different facets. I'm buying in on the Kansas. Win it for self. Did you notice there were teams, uh, in terms of seeds and teams that were left out, the committee talked about the fact that, hey, you know, we do factor in if players are injured and knock them for it. Because I don't know if you remember, it was it had to be, I don't know how long ago, 20 years ago now. I think Cincinnati went into the tournament minus Kenyon Martin, mm-hmm. and they still got a one seed. Oh. But by the standards today, they, they wouldn't get a one seed. If you're without your best player or second best player, then you'd be knocked down. How about this? Should should Kansas be a one? Is Bill Self 100%? Well, I mean, you... does, don't coaches count? I mean, he's supposed to be back, but he missed the Big 12 tournament, and it seemed to seem to hurt him in the Big 12 tournament. I, I don't. I mean, does that mean to factor in a coach's unknown illness? I get what you're saying. And maybe but, he's but only 80%. Different. Maybe he could miss a game. No, I get what you're saying, but I think it's different in factoring in the coach than the player because – you're still setting forth the same philosophy. You're still setting forth the same game plan. Oh, wow. You can message it in, but oh, he's wow. not getting out there and playing. He's not getting out there and playing for the team. The players have to get on the court. So I get it, but, you know, there's the motivation factor of playing for the coach who can very easily, you know, we saw this during COVID. The year that Baylor beat Gonzaga in the championship at the beginning of the season, Scott Drew was out. He missed the first two weeks, and he was – FaceTiming before and after games. Would you bet a, a, a team the same, the exact same way, if you found out the coach wasn't going to be there for a given game? You're selling me that there's no difference. Yeah. If okay. I believed in that team, if I like from jump, like, like I, I believe in, I think Kansas, I think Kansas is a rock solid number one seed. I think that they're, I, I think it's one of the five teams that I, like, if I were to sit here and look, there's probably three teams I could come up with like that I would bet that I'd be willing to put money on long, like long, to win it all. And there's five teams, probably five teams that I would not bet that a lot of people would to not, you know, in the sense that I'd be sure. Like if I could bet the don't, if it was a craps game. If I could bet the don't, right? I know the five, some of the top 10, 15 in the, in the futures list that I would not, but Kansas, absolutely. And, it, and if it, if self wasn't there, 
I probably would stick with them. Now, a couple other teams, maybe not, but I think with the powerhouse that you're talking about, the players are there. Yeah, I would. Okay. I have Kansas going out earlier in the tournament, so I'll reveal my bracket. I know it's what everyone waits for every March. Uh, no, no, no. A lot no, of drama. We don't. We don't. We, a lot of drama. You, you, no, you, no, you're more Co- known Co-field for. Cofield bracket. It's, no, uh, everyone's like, no, oh, my God, no, I'm going to win money. No. You're more known guy. for the, uh, what is it? What do we call it last year? The, the CFP. You're, you're college, your college. My college football. My yeah, own college the football. Co-field yeah. College, yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah, Co-field college. The CCFP. C- yeah. Yeah. Is that right? I'm known for that. I think I bailed on that this year. No, because remember you had Cincinnati number one. Uh, two years ago, I did. Was it, it a lot? It two didn't years work ago? out. Yeah, they made it two years ago. It didn't work out, so I retired it. The voters sucked. I found. I realized the voters sucked. They were terrible. As do the AP voters. I thought you were going to say I'm more known for uh, just misery, just misery. Well, I was just, I was just telling you. Did I say it on the air or off? Uh, over the next three hours, we'll wait. I don't think we're going to get an answer, but uh, we will wait was right on Aaron we Rodgers' answer about leaving the Packers and going to the Jets. I have prepped myself mentally. I won't even be let down because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. You're sort of like a martyr. Um, no, I'm, you know what? I'm actually, this is a weird one. I'm glass. I'm, you're a pre-martyr. I'm, You're a pre-martyr. What is a pre-martyr? Well, you, <laughs> you set yourself there's only one, up. There's only you one martyr on the show. You set yourself up for Missouri so, you can, so yeah. you can eventually be the martyr. But it's not, but then when it happens, you're like, eh, well. Typical. Right. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. My life. I knew it. I knew yeah. it all along. Jets but, can't have anything nice. But but it's it's before everything happens. Yes. So you're a pre-martyr. It's uh, it's setting expectations. <laughs> you set them very low. That way you'll never be disappointed. Yes. Okay. I look at every show we do. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be rough today. That's how I've and been with the Cowboys like, for about 15 years. Yes, you should. Don't yeah. get excited. Right. That's, That's the key right. to life. I don't get riled up. I don't talk smack on the air uh, or like on – on social media or on the air about my team. Like I do not brag ahead of like Dallas opens up. They're seven and one. I won't go in there and go, yeah, where are all you NFCs? I don't say nothing because I know what's coming. Should Raiders fans have done that with their starting quarterback position? Raiders fans should already start looking ahead to 2025. Oh, is that right? It's all I thought you were going to come in glass overflowing. No. No, and they got rid of my guy. Jimmy There's G. only one thing that's going to save this, yeah. and it's going to tell me a message. Okay. Only one thing. Is that a, a, like a big tease for down the road, or are you going to tell us now? Well, I'm well first, can we announce to the audience, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a Raider. So he's agreed to a three-year deal, $67.5 million. He's not going to get all of that unless he completes the deal and incentives. But on the surface... It's $22.5 million a year, 35 guaranteed, which is about what I thought this deal would be. I don't love the deal. I don't hate the deal. I don't have expectations for the Raiders to go and win 12 games. And the biggest reason is Garoppolo, even though his win percentage is just baffo. What is he, 40 and 17 as a starter? That's outstanding. Um, I think it's been mostly due to the supporting cast. He'll have a good one here, but I don't know if they'll be able to rebuild the defense. But you know what? Hey, they did mostly what you wanted. I mean, I think you were pushing for like a $5 million quarterback. They saved some money at quarterback, and now they have money to spend on the defense. And now well, this, th- th- this is the real test. They it, just did. What do they collect on defense? Well, they just did because uh, – I and that's why I thought you were going to say – like when you said the big signing today. I didn't realize you were going to say it was Jimmy G. I thought Jimmy G is a quarterback. I thought you were going to talk about safe, free safety Marcus Epps. From the Eagles. He's he's now a Las Vegas Raider. According to reports, 
Marcus Epps has agreed to a two-year, $12 million contract, $8 million guaranteed. But yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is a Las Vegas Raider. Now, my question is, Steve, now they just picked up uh, Marcus Epps for safety. Do they spend, is this setting up nicely to bring in, because Stiddy's gone, as you call him, can they bring in my guy Anthony Richardson now? And when Jimmy G fails and gets injured again, Anthony Richards ready to roll. It's an idea. I don't love the idea, but I also don't know that he's going to get to seven. Yeah, the hype is there, right? There are, listen, these are all rumors, but there was at least one person who was saying that uh, the Panthers move up to one was to grab Stroud or AR-15. Is that what we're now calling him, AR-15? That's, that was his nickname. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. And then there was some gun violence, some horrific gun violence, and people are like, let's not use that nickname. Oh, that's right. That's right. We might just start calling me WG-54. What's a 54? I'll be 54 in May. Oh, okay. Is that a weapon that I don't know about? No, I am far from a weapon. Although I am, I may start learning and training how to slap. (laughs) Boy, you're really, you're dying to talk about the slap fighting. The smacks. Uh, Speaking of smacks, SmackDown coming up. WWE in town on a Friday night. That is March 24th, MGM Grand Garden Arena. Tickets are available at AXS.com, AXS.com. Ari's got a pair right now, 364-1100 for WWE. Friday night, SmackDown, March 24th in town, AXS.com. Caller 7 right now, 364-1100, 364-1100. A little more on Jimmy G. So, yeah, the deal is $67.5 million to the Raiders. He's going to be their new starting quarterback. $34 million is guaranteed. You just mentioned Stiddy. Jarrett Stidham is off to the Broncos. He signed a two-year deal to be Russell Wilson's backup. 10 mil total if he plays. He's guaranteed five. I would assume he's not going to play unless there's a horrific Russell Wilson injury, but not a bad signing as a backup. And meanwhile, as we lovingly call him the X, Derek Carr did his intro press conference over the weekend in New Orleans. You're shaking your head. Talk about a martyr. You're, you're shaking your Jesus. head. And he said, oh, I uh, get my violin. he said at the press conference about turning down the trade, you know, the opportunity for the Raiders to make a trade to recoup something for, you know, Derek Carr. And also Derek Carr would have had a different amount of guaranteed money, actually less than he wound up with. It would have been like 42 million. He's got 60 to 70 million guaranteed. He was quoted as saying, I was only given permission to talk to one team as much as I love and respect those guys, Dave and Josh over at the Raiders. How do I make that decision when it's the only time in my career that I've been or possibly could be free? I can't possibly make that decision without being able to talk to other people, but I still almost made the decision. I felt so much love here, like uh, I almost still did it. I don't know why they have to put the like in the court. Didn't he visit New York? He he visited New York after he was cut. Oh. It is true. He was he only got to talk to the Saints. I don't know about the hey, we're only granting permission to talk to the Saints. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was at the time, but uh, and I also don't know what the question that was asked to him. So it might have been something very direct where he had to answer it. Uh, if he brought that up on his own, it's a little bit weird. But this is you know when we have breakups like this. Uh, listen, Derek, we moved on. Um, I don't know about Willie, but I can't wait to go to those first couple of. Jimmy Garoppolo press conferences and just look up and just kind of get lost in his eyes. And Derek, I never felt that with you. Although Derek has beautiful eyes. I never felt it with Derek. I saw now we've got Jimmy G. I He's saw so some, handsome. I saw someone on Instagram on their story and call him 
is he is there is there a nickname that has to do with porn? Is this Jimmy Porn or Porn Jimmy? Is there is that a thing? You know, I was going to ask you on this because there there was so much chatter today about oh my god, Vegas Jimmy G single with millions of dollars. Trouble. Look out, could be trouble. Yeah, as far as I know, he dated one porn star now maybe he's dated multiple maybe he's a strip club guy this is all stuff uh, god is, i can't wait till he not, lands giselle this is not my purview this the big fella if you're looking for a top-notch column the big fella jimmy g on what he can enjoy around town adam hill this is his area he knows the town better than anyone else especially that area of the town these days yes well, don't, don't get in. So, what do you, I have to go back in your history and be like, Willie was a big strip club well, guy back I mean, in the there's day. One, he knows one spot in particular. He loves one spot. He's a VIP okay. there. Yes. I, 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 you I, know I, all the others. Maybe not, not all. Maybe of them. not. not super, all of them. Maybe there's not one super in particular current. that I'm well in tune with. I just won't go there. Oh, okay. I just refuse to go there. Oh. I don't want to. I've said this before. I've told you this on the air and off. I don't want to walk into a place and have 13 girls walk, running up calling me pops. I mean, I've known half of them. I'll know know at least a handful that went to high school when they went to high school with my son. But I do know of one particular place that but I I mean, he's going to be he's got to know better and be warned. There's only one person that could introduce him and get ushered in to the private quarters. And that would probably be Adam. But that would then that would sort of breach his, you know, I mean, we're talking about the Nevada Sports Writer of the Year. He can't just usher somebody in that he is going to cover this is very exciting we want more information on this adam will have a vip card in his hand who who nationally will run with the angle that jimmy g will run amok and not be productive here because of all the the goodies we have to it'll be somebody that doesn't regularly show up into the media room and but thinks that they know everything mm. yeah so it'll be a local they'll just throw it out there sure somebody that just doesn't doesn't go to spring train or what is it called uh, training camp otas <laughs> Doesn't go to regular practices, but they know it all. I would like to see the SI football insider, Hondo, investigate the, the strip club and porn star angle of Jimmy G. Yeah. That can happen. He's a pastor or whatever. So what? He's a, no. Adam. Adam can wag his finger at him. Adam is the. Come to my side, son. Adam Jimmy G, have, I know you're if, handsome, but if I will okay, say Let's put the odds out there. Yes. The, the journalism odds. If Jimmy G were to venture into strip clubs. Adam is probably like minus 450 to be the first one to find out. To see him? No. Up close? To find out. Oh, okay. To find out. No, I, I know, and I'm not going to say to see him because not there. I don't think there. There's a couple other places. I don't know if any of this is true. I, I don't know. I don't. That's great. We're, we're just we're smearing no, we're, this yeah, good man's it's, name. It's been six. And by the way, it's not really a smear. If he wants to go to gentlemen's clubs, go to gentlemen's. It's clubs. been three, four hours. I, we've already got him in I, there. I don't care. We've got him yeah. smeared. We've got uh, him bracket contest up. from uh, Lotus Broadcasting. March Madness Mania bracket challenge is presented by South Point and the Dollar Loan Center. Over three thousand dollars in prizes. You got to enter by Thursday, so get in, lvsportsnetwork.com. It's free to get in. Grand prize winner gets $2,500 cash. I mean, $2,500 in cash from DLC, and then also a two-night staycation with a massive resort credit at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. It's at lvsportsnetwork.com. It's the Lotus Broadcasting's Bracket Challenge. Want the skinny on UNLV football? Listen to the weekly UNLV All Access podcast with Cofield and Caleb Herring. A new episode drops each Thursday morning at UNLV All Access on Twitter.
There's something going on here behind us. We've got a problem here. There's an Arizona fan who's infiltrated right where Hep Cronin is. And the UCLA fans are trying to be kind to tell him to go away. But this Arizona fan has come right into the face of Mick Cronin's dad. Hey, buddy, you have to go. You have to go. You have to go. Here comes security. This is absolutely ridiculous. This young fan in his 20s came over. He's in the face of Mick Cronin's dad. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Little wild and woolly here on a Monday. You hear some of the play-by-play from UCLA radio with Tracy Murray. Josh Lewin is the voice, is the play-by-play guy. Uh, speaking of wild and woolly, Jimmy G is now the Raiders quarterback. Agreed to a $67 million deal, so he'll replace Derek Carr. We'll get reaction, give ours, throughout the show. And now the Eagles, check that. The Raiders just signed Eagles strong safety Marcus Epps to a two-year $12 million deal. So a lot more football expected to come down the pike here during two and a half more hours of Cofield and company. Willie's here. So I wasn't over at the Pac-12. I don't know if there were some media people over there who saw this, but there are two different accounts of that story that was going on there, which you hear from Josh Lewin's standpoint, someone just walks up to 80-year-old, 82-year-old father of Mick Cronin and just wants a piece of him. Here's uh, more of this exchange because it it took, well, the account of the exchange, it probably took like 90 seconds, two minutes before it was over. And, and this fan's just going to be allowed to walk away. Go get him, please. Go get him. Don't let him just walk away. It's ridiculous. Hep Cronin's got to be dragged into this that's just absolutely silly and security's not going to do anything about it wow well you know this that's the way it is between ucla and arizona we do not like each other okay let me say it we hate each other and that's what happens afterwards all right (laughs) now according to another account of the story uh it was actually cronin's dad who started it would not allow a 17 year old to go by not a 20 year old and I guess his dad took issue with that, and then that's when things started, and this was the uh, the end of whatever frakish, skirmish argument that was going on. There's a about a, I'm going to say a 50-year-old fan who's trying very hard to look 35, who's got to get the last word in here. That entire family just decided to come over and get in the face of Hep Cronin, and they're still in the building, and they're still yelling at Hep Cronin and, and all of his friends. Okay, so the account from UCLA is Arizona fans started it. The account from those Arizona fans up on social media was that the 80-plus-year-old Cronin dad started it. Maybe we'll have to sniff around a little bit if anyone wants to tweet us. Um, I'm not always keen on outside broadcasters coming in and complaining about our security, right, as uh, terrible Ted Leitner did years ago when someone in security at one of the Redcoats at Thomas and Mack during the – it was a championship game against New Mexico. He had uh, his luggage obnoxiously in the way. You know how tight it is there, right? Walking around, and uh, someone dared to touch Ted Leitner's luggage, and he flipped out. Considering everybody's got their phones in their hands and everything. Right. I'm, we should be, should be a video on this. It's got to be. Somebody's got to have footage yeah. of this. But right? do they have the beginning of it? That's the problem. You always, when you see something, you pull it out. Maybe you didn't see the beginning. Everybody's picking on 17-year-olds. Ja Morant, Hep Cronin. <laughs> Jesus. Is it the same thing? Sure. Well, there were two different sides of the uh, the 17-year-old story with John Morant, too. Yeah. Right? The kid's like, hey, this is what John Morant did to me. And then 
The Morant side was like, oh, we were scared to death. Kid was threatening us. Same thing. Could be. And apparently, uh, Mick Cronin was doing his press conference when he found out that this had happened and then ran out of the press conference. Yeah. And as he was going, somebody asked, he said, my father's been in an altercation. He said, and he kept going. Yeah. yeah. Got out of there. Someone t- whispered in his ear, PR person, I don't know if it was Pac-12 or UCLA person, but alerted him during the presser. I would have followed him. That's just that turned into the story. I mean, we're talking turned into the story. I mean, we're not really talking about the Bruins. <laughs> yeah. And they and the and the Wildcats no, that, yeah, that, that covered one, up, getting one and two seed. Yeah, we're talking that, about him. That covered up the Bruins poor play at the end of the Pac-12 final. So a uh, big story at the end of the brackets was the bubble and Mount West Conference got in four teams. Nevada gets in. Huge. The Pack gets in. Had lost three straight to close the season against Net 91, UNLV. Net 95, San Jose State. Net 172, Wyoming. Lost three in a row to close the season. Steve Alford and the pack get in. I mean, we were all there. Well, you were there all week. I I was there for San Diego State, San Jose State, and we're looking around. I was talking to uh, Kurt Kern, longtime reporter, who he was doing AP. uh, He did it the night before or the, the, the day before, and we were just talking in general, and every time we brought up Reno, I was like, well, they're done. You know, they're, 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 no they're, shot. They'll go to the NIT. Well, we were going by Bracketology, and Lenardi had them. First team out. Out, right? First four first, first or second team out. Uh, we were tracking Bracket Matrix, which is a collaboration of a bunch of brackets, including, you know, ESPN bracket, whatever, CBS bracket, Jerry Palm. And um, only like 40 of 108 had Nevada in. And then lo and behold, brackets are released. They're in a play-in, and they're in. So four teams from the Mountain West Conference. What does it tell you? I mean, it's something to be said for, you know, they're looking at Reno. I, I, I wanted, I would have to imagine Steve Alford, right? Coach, you know, looking at the coach, looking at the, the makeup of the team. But on the whole... What's it say for the conference? Are they giving the conference respect and yes. saying, well, no, yes. we're going to, you know. Yes, yes. The conference has gotten a lot more respect than people. Every year we hit the reset button. It's like, oh, the Mountain West is going to get screwed. It generally gets a pretty fair share of teams. Generally does not get screwed. Last year it was treated well. And then it responded by not winning any games. So got to win some games this year. Yeah. Now, I don't think they would ever do this just for a TV matchup. Like put – Nevada in over the next couple of teams because they had a sexy TV matchup, but the storyline is there if people choose to pub it, and it's two West you know area schools, two Pacific time zone schools, but you do realize Arizona State has Cambridge and Warren Washington, two former Alfred players who transferred this past season. Thought was Nevada's not going to be good. They're you know they were picked ninth. Let me look at the guys they lost, right? And they lost, by the way, Grant Sherfield went to Oklahoma. They didn't make the tournament. They finished 15 and 16. So he lost three of the stars from last year's team. Two of them are on Arizona State, and now he gets to try to knock them out of the tournament and Bobby Hurley. Off the top of your head, two very disliked coaches in Las Vegas, yep. but yep. who are you giving more respect to as a coach? It's not even close. It's not even close. The I'm coaching gap to... between these two guys? Right. Who is it? Steve Alford. Not even close. Not yep. even close. Yep. 100%. And and the storyline, I have no idea what he said so far. I didn't even look today. But if – Bobby Hurley, listen, they made the tournament. It's been a modest success, 
for Hurley at Arizona State. Mm. If if Bobby Hurley is not looking at really trying to get in for both the St. John's and Georgetown job, I might discount Georgetown a little bit. I don't know how great a job that is now, but Hurley does need to go back to his home area. So, so back to Jersey and, and like this is this is, this is a hey they made the tournament right they got in yeah. they made a run they won their way in use this as a springboard to get big money at St John's you know if Rick Pitino which is crazy that's another angle that's going on that Pitino at seventy could get one of those jobs Pitino's in he is in with Iona but yeah. I think he I, but I think he's he's also said a few times like this conference without saying it this conference sucks. Hey, hey, bro! You're an ex- you're, the you're, you're, an, you're an you're an exile. What'd you say? Don't 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 knock the Mac. Yes, the, I, the long Mac. I like the Mac. Yes, I do. I like <laughs> handicapping that one. I love I love handicapping that one. The Niagara's, the Maris. I own I, I came on strong late in the season, by the way, and they've been playing well. It would not shock me for to see them challenge. Who do they got? They got UConn starting out, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of people got UConn moving on, moving close. You probably have them up in there. You're an East Coast guy, but it wouldn't shock me if Patino leads Iona to, to to some upsets. What do you think of North Carolina turning us down? That's a smack in Vegas's face. We have the NIT semis and final. I don't have a problem. Carolina says we're out. We, 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 our goal was to defend the title, to make the NCAA tournament. We're looking ahead to next year. Fine. You could look at it like salty, crybaby, sore loser, whatever. They can opt to do whatever they want to do. If they don't want to go, what what difference does it make? So they don't want to play. They don't play. I would rather them have I would rather have them said, I saw a lot of tweets bashing Hubert Davis, the, the poor kid, blah, blah, blah. You don't think that this dude went and talked to the team? Come on. He consulted with his players. He's not going to make the decision and go, screw you. We're not going. Right. I said that. And I if doubt, I doubt want, this is the most. I would rather have them made that decision. Hang yeah. on a second. I'd rather them made that decision than go with the crappy attitude, yep. and then just kind of then it spoils it because it's like, from a betting standpoint, from a from a competitive standpoint, you take away from somebody else. If you don't want to be there, don't go. And there's another group of kids with another team that I'm sure will be excited to go and be fired up. So don't deny them the opportunity if you don't want to go, don't go. And I also. I would think this was not an emotional decision. They've had a couple of days to come to grips with the fact that they weren't going to make the NCAA tournament field and the NIT would be calling. Yeah. So I'm sure Hubert Davis, over a couple of days, discussed with his players. They already knew. If we don't win this thing, if we don't go, we're done. They made that decision. So no North Carolina in Las Vegas. No North Carolina in Las Vegas in the the semis. They they still have nightmares of the Orleans anyway. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Willie G. Ramirez or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. It feels great. I think it, it shows a, a lot of respect from the committee for maybe what we did last year and, and the season that we've had. And really, to be honest, to send us out of region. You know, I, I know there's been a big geographical tie in the in the last you know couple years with the brackets, but to send us you know across the country, I think there's some respect there, and you know we want to prove them right. Now back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Studio. Lindy Larock, Lady Rebels head coach, talking about the seed as the uh, Mountain West Conference champs, thirty-one and two. UNLV squad 21-0 in conference, sent to Baton Rouge 
as an 11. So 11 plays six, they win. 11 plays three. The game is Friday at noon. We'll have the game right here on ESPN Las Vegas. And boy, oh boy, I hope the Lady Rebels can beat Michigan because up next would be in Baton Rouge, the biggest dirtbag in all of college basketball, Kim Mulkey. I saw you you say that. She is. She's important. I think they're going to – I mean, I I think it sets up nicely for for, – the Lady Rebels, I think they're in a good position to win. I, 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 you know, Michigan didn't impress down the stretch. They lost, uh, what was it, four of their last six games. Granted, they're against ranked teams, but UNLV's a ranked team. Um, they're, they're not necessarily an impressive offensive team. Their offensive rating, eh. 103.3, 37th out of 361, but their defense leaves a little bit something to be desired. Um, because they come from the Big Ten, their schedule is strength. But I still think that UNLV, even though that's why they probably got the 11th seed, the net ranking was low because of their schedule, I still think that they're playing well above their level of competition and they're playing like a true top 25 team. I tweeted this yesterday, hey, the 11th seed is fine. It fits well. First of all, where are you going to seed them? It, 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 what are we clamoring about, and where do you want them? Because you don't want them at 8-9. No. Because then what? No, 10 or 11 got to play a 1. And considering they're the not going to be a 6 or 7. Yeah, they had a net that was around 50, and their strength of schedule was 241. Yeah. And if you go 4 into 51, that's 12, right? 12 or 13. 13 times 4 is 52. So they got higher than their net. You don't want them muddling around in the 8-9. Otherwise, you're going to play a 1 in the second round. UNLV sets up nicely to to actually make the Sweet 16 this year. The experience. Let's not forget the last year with this, the second year that Lindy was there with this crew, first trip to the NC2A. They had Arizona on the ropes in Arizona. This is when they had home. You know, now they're in the regionals. They had them on the ropes going into the fourth quarter. And Arizona, using experience, they came back on them. But now, you have a lot of the core back. And I think that Desiree, you know, uh, see, playing with a chip on her shoulder and not getting player of the year, she proved her point in the Mountain West, but she's not done. You know, neither is Essence Booker, Justice. I mean, all of them. They're all playing with chips on their shoulder. And you know what? Maybe the 11 seed, if it fires them up and they think they should be higher, so be it. They'll play with more of a chip on their shoulder. But I like this spot for them. Um, again, Wolverines didn't finish too uh, too good uh, down the stretch, and they're going to have their hands full. I had a, a Michigan uh, from a uh, guy, Andrew uh, Andrew Kahn, writes for uh, Michigan Live. We were we were messaging last night. He was asking me about UNLV for his upcoming preview. So I'll be keeping an eye out for that. We'll tweet it out later on this week as we get closer to the opening round. NC2A women, UNLV Lady Rebels. Back in the dance. And you do think they're going to win? I think they're going to win, yeah. Absolutely. Because if there's one thing that Lindy has on a lot of – I think that they arguably, Steve, probably might be the, the best 10 or higher seed in the entire dance. What Lindy has is a resume. She has the uh, 
the coaching tree, if you will, from not, not just her father, but Tara Vanderveer in knowing how to prepare for these games, knowing how to prepare for the dance. That's why you saw them so competitive against Arizona. I mean, how many times has she been down to Tucson with Stanford? And as a player, let's not forget she'd been to the final four as a player. So preparation more than anything, we talked about this last week also on the show is these ladies, you see them, they know what they're going to do regardless if if this girl takes the shot and it caroms off this way and she gets the rebound, this is what we're doing. If this person gets a rebound, here's where we're breaking out or we're going over here to her, she's bringing it up. They are so dialed in. And if you don't think that Lindy LaRock is dotting the I's, crossing the T's, preparation is her strong point. And to get them ready, come on now. If anything, they're going to be more ready for Michigan than Michigan will be for UNLV because Michigan's not even thinking. They have no clue what UNLV is capable of. None. I don't care what anyone tells you. That co- The coach maybe, you, you know, they're keeping an eye on the poll, so on and so forth. But these players aren't keeping it. UNLV is not making the national TV circuit this year. Next year they will. They'll be on there. But it's the Big Ten. Lindy's going to have this team so well prepared. Do not be shocked when they're in the Sweet 16. You can watch all the madness at the Westgate at the Superbook with our Hoop Central 2023. The big theater is open, 1,500-seat smoke-free theater. Great food and drink specials. Uh, you can buy seats. you got to buy them. got to reserve seats. That's the deal around town now for these giant parties at Westgate. Ticketmaster.com is where you can get the tickets. 8.30, doors open. 9 o'clock, the games begin. Thursday, Friday, and into the weekend. You can also uh, get in their Hoop Central Showdown Contest. It's a uh, bracket pick contest, picking 28 sides uh, with the line for the first round of the tournament. You can do that through your app if you've got the Superbook app. But, yeah, Superbook hosting a a great party. Westgate hosting a great party. Hoop Central 2023. It's coming up Thursday through the weekend. Make sure you get your seats now at Ticketmaster.com. Want the skinny on UNLV football? Listen to the weekly UNLV All Access podcast with Cofield and Caleb Herring. A new episode drops each Thursday morning at UNLV All Access on Twitter. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think it does make sense for the Raiders. This is a team that does need to save money in the big picture. Look at this deal. Three years and $67.5 million reportedly per Adam Schefter. That's a much cheaper price than what Derek Carr was going to come in on and what Aaron Rodgers would come in on in a possible trade. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio. Studio. Cofield and company. Willie Ramirez is here. New quarterback coming. Jimmy Garoppolo for the Raiders. New strong safety coming. And Marcus Epps. And Garoppolo. Garoppolo, you hear on the way back there. That was Bill Barnwell talking about saving money. Uh, saving money is one thing. He's got to play, too, though. 
So we'll have to address the backup quarterback market, Willie, in just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, over his career, Jimmy Garoppolo has been a big winner at uh, 40 and 17 as a starter. But he's got to play all the games. He's missed a lot of time. Uh, speaking of winners, man, the Knights are playing some good hockey in spite of, you know, being down a bunch of goalies, arguably their best player in Mark Stone. They keep winning. They are on a roll, Steve, uh, since I want to say February 7th is when this uh, current run began. And what's wild is their top four goalies. I mean, when I say top, air quote, um, considering, all things considered, uh, are out. And if you add in, they're, what are they on? Their fifth, sixth goalie, and, and not really sixth, but Robin Leonard is their number one so uh yeah so i mean then and then and and then we hear all the people clamoring this is horrible what do you mean i'm picking up 37 years old guys three and oh jonathan quick jonathan quick comes in beats the shuts out arguably the best offensive team since late november Buffalo's had its spurts. Boston overall is the best team in the NHL, but Carolina's offense, shut them out. There. Since February 7th, the Golden Knights are tied for first in the NHL with 26 points with the Minnesota Wild. Hello, Marc-Andre Fleury, Ryan Reeves. Um, goals against per game in that time span, eh, it's not... You know, it's not uh, number one, but it's number three. 2.19 goals allowed in that time frame. 12, 2, and 2. Goals four, you mentioned without Mark Stone. They're seventh in the league in that span, 3.50. Last year, we talked a lot about special teams. Golden Knights power play, mediocre in that, in that, that during that win streak. But their penalty kill... 12, uh, 15th in that time span, 80.6%. Surprisingly, the power play, 9.5% conversion. They're just getting it done in general and mostly in net between the pipes. Credit to Bruce Cassidy. Credit to the defense and the blue liners. You got you to give them a shout out. I mean, they, they've gotten healthy there as well. Jack Eichel's playing his tail off. They've added Ivan Barbashev. I mean, they really... And Cassidy struggled for a while there to find chemistry as to who do we put with Eichel? Eichel comes back. Who do we put with Stevenson? Where do we put this? I think he's done a fantastic job in, in putting together the right chemistry. Bracket Challenge, we got it going on at LB Sports Network. A grand prize winner uh, gets a prize in excess of $3,000. 2500 of that is in cash. Willie's already up there at LBSportsNetwork.com. He's got his final four, and I've got my final four, and we'll discuss that next hour. Willie's final four, Alabama, Duke, Kansas, Indiana, go against Willie and the rest of the hosts here on ESPN Las Vegas, LVSportsNetwork.com.